everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing, Jay? Doing great. We took a couple weeks off. Yeah. Thanksgiving and other we'll stuff. Travel. Travel, yeah. everything else, but it's good to be back. There's plenty to talk about. Um, and uh, as usual, we were like, what do we talk about today? And lo and behold, literally just minutes ago... Um, some some interesting news dropped that I think is worth discussing. Discussing, um, iHeartMedia announces their new streaming service. Yeah, yeah, and we knew it was coming. We'd heard rumblings yeah. about it, but now kind of the details are coming out, and uh, dro- the news dropped today. Yeah, and it, it's interesting because. I, I firmly believe that this streaming uh, marketplace is still in its infancy. You know, we're looking at, you know, what Pandora's doing and all the innovations that, you know, Spotify's doing and, you know, Apple and Amazon's new service. I mean, all of these things, it's really an exciting time right now to see, you know, who's coming out with what, how they're going to differentiate each other. And then, as you and I have talked about before, what kind of consolidation happens. But today it's iHeart. Yeah, so let me let me read the the little press release that I saw posted on Hypebot today. Um, iHeart puts new spin on Pandora, Spotify with today's launch of iHeart Radio Plus and All Access, powered by Napster. So right right there, I'm just like, oh, okay, well that's kind of interesting. They're using another streaming service to power their streaming service. Yeah. Good for Napster. Yeah, they're sort of licensing themselves out and and spreading their wings. Yeah, but you know, you kind of, I kind of laugh and go, "Oh, iHeart." So really, your catalog is exactly Napster's catalog. Yeah, but you know what's really super cool about that is you're driving down the road listening to iHeart or at the gym or wherever you are, mobile listening to iHeart. Now you've got a very simple way of clicking a button for that song, and it's added to either a playlist or it's added to your music, and it kind of bridges both worlds. You know, it's kind of I think. We might see something like this from Pandora, you know, with their purchase of RDO and now with their streaming service. Now we're seeing these two major radio players, Pandora and iHeart, kind of melding together with, you know, the whole streaming service thing. And I think it's going to make a really interesting service. It's going to be interesting. It's it's way too early to Dell because I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll just let everybody know I immediately jumped out onto um, the Apple Store. The apps are not there. You can't download anything yet, so it can't. We haven't even tried this, so this is all based on yeah. their press release. iHeartMedia today launched iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access, powered by Napster in beta. Available now on iOS and Android devices, the two new services will be fully available on mobile and desktop in January 2017. So, yeah. two two different services. Yep. In beta right now, they're not available right now. Maybe by right. the end of the day they are, but as of this morning, they, they weren't. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to note that uh, Plus, that plan's like four ninety nine, well, yeah, and well, I think the other we, one's like, what, nine ninety nine. We'll, 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 get, we'll get down to that here as I read a little bit more. Okay. Um, aimed at both Spotify and Pandora, the iHeart streaming services add features designed to make radio interactive compared to all current players that simply add on-demand functionality to the music collection experience. New features add the ability to instantly replay songs from the radio and then return to the live radio station in progress, and a save button that saves songs from the radio directly to a My Music playlist. Cool features, without doubt. Nobody else is 
doing anything like that. Um, the, the 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 devil's in the details of when you actually sit down and use this. How does it work? Mm. So yeah. again, we're just reading their their hype. Um, Napster being chosen to power iHeartRadio All Access is a real win for the music streamer, which recently reported a surprising 1.6 million quarterly profit, despite user stats that lag well behind Spotify and Apple Music. So yeah, as you know, big win for yeah. Napster. Let's talk about Napster this. for a second. You know. Um, They've they've quietly done some innovating. Um, they've got a new CEO over there who I happen to uh, I used to work with, um, and I remember meeting with him and kind of going over his plans and and looking at you know some of the the different uh, UI that they were going to incorporate and and even though they haven't really grown, uh, you know these other folks have passed them by right. You know these newer the the Spotify's of the world, the Apple Music's of the world have. Have really kind of leapfrogged over them, but they've still got about four million, you know, active users, and that's, you know, it's nothing to sneeze at. That's that's pretty substantial. So for iHeart to get all of that expertise and all of the innovations there, I think that's a it's a really bold and and a really good move for them, as opposed to trying to build something themselves. Build something themselves and acquire the catalogs, because as we yeah. as we all know. The the real pain is negotiating the deals with the record labels to get That's the right. catalogs. Napster's already done that, so iHeartMedia doesn't need to worry about it. That's Napster's problem. Right, and they've done it, and and this is also, I think, good for Napster because it, it raises their profile a little bit. Yep. For those that don't know, in the U.S., it was Rhapsody. Outside of the U.S., it was Napster. In the last six months or so, they've put it all together, so it's now Napster worldwide. So if you think of Rhapsody, that's all the same thing. Um, and now, you know, hooking up with iHeart, I think this is good for, for both sides. Yep, yep. So let's talk about the new pricing and features. There you go. iHeart Radio Plus... Is four ninety nine a month, completely transforms live radio listening with the addition of replay, the ability to instantly replay songs from the radio and then return to the live radio station in progress. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and keep in mind when you hit replay, you don't hear any chatter, commercials, anything. You hear just the song, which is kind of cool too. You don't have to wade through anything. Uh, live and custom artist radio stations now equipped with a save button allowing you to instantly save songs from the radio directly to your My Music playlist That's or cool. playback anytime. So custom artist radio stations, everybody does that. But hitting the save button when you hear a song on radio, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool because you could do that, you know, when you're mobile, right? And that's where I think a lot of this is going to happen is when you're at the gym, when you're walking the dog, when you're at work, whatever. You know, you can just hit that uh, button and save it. I think that's a pretty cool feature. Um, search. It says you can search and play any song from a library of millions of tracks. <clears throat> uh, I'm sort of like, really? You're going to call that as a feature? It would be a... You know, that's that's an. We assume you're going to have search. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't need to tell us that. Right. Um, unlimited skips when listening to a custom artist radio station. Important. Users will no longer have a limit on the number of songs you can skip. So that's that's cool. So basically, for four ninety nine a month, you've got replay, custom stations, and unlimited skips. I'm not calling search as a feature. Sorry, sorry, iHeart. That's not a freaking feature. Yeah. Um, iHeart Radio All Access powered by Napster. That's how they bill it. 
$9.99 a month, combines the interactive radio functionality of iHeartRadio Plus with a complete personal music collection and library that is linked seamlessly to the radio. So basically what it sounds like is the all-access powered by Napster is all of the features above Mm -hmm. in addition to build a personal music library, create control and curate playlists from a library of millions of tracks. Okay, that's, with all due respect, everybody does that. That's right. That's given. Flexibility to listen to the to your music the way you want, when you want, with no playback cap and the ability to reorder, delete, and sequence the playlist experience as well as manage unlimited playlists. Again, I'm going to say it's uh, not a feature. That's, uh, that's, that's the basics. That's basics. Everybody yeah. does that. Yeah. Access offline <clears throat> listening. Offline listening of music and playlists without a data connection. Again, that's that's a basic. So basically, what all access powered by Napster is, is a 30 million song library on top of whatever you might hear on the radio. That's it. So it's your basic Spotify streaming service on top of the cool features that the plus service offers in conjunction with radio. Yeah. So there's so, a couple. So let's yeah, make it clear. So iHeartRadio plus does not include the Napster music catalog. It's right. only tied into iHeartRadio. When you're listening to a right. radio station, a little you more like that song, it's really radio interactive, which yeah. personally to me, it's like that actually sounds like the cooler part of this whole thing is the the cheaper option with the radio interactive features are pretty freaking cool for me because yeah. I like to listen to radio stations around the country. Yeah. Another streaming service, the All Access powered by Napster, is like, uh, hey guys, you know, uh, I'm I'm just going to tell you it like it is. You didn't announce anything that differentiates you. Yeah, well, it's not that. groundbreaking it's not or groundbreaking. anything. It's same, pretty same, standard same stuff, price, right? Same price, same stuff, same everything. Yeah. The four ninety nine yeah. that has things nobody else does. Yeah, and it's 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 affordable. It's it's kind of cool. There's a couple of things that I think. Um, that I read about that were missing. Um, one is, you know, kind of the ability um, to shuffle or play in random order um, playlists and songs that you compile. And I'm sure that's something that they will fix. But again, when you talk about basics, you know, when you get to any streaming service, you, you know, you want to have that ability to either, you know, play them in random order or to sort them and shuffle them so you're not hearing the exact same order each time. I think that's important. The other thing that's missing in all of the information that I read was that I didn't see anything about curation and recommendation. And, and as you and I have talked about so many times, that's such a differentiator and it's so important you know, to all of these streaming services. And I think you know, what, what we've talked about as far as features are really important. You know, that some of those things are really cool, but in order to get people to kind of switch where they're at, I think what's really going to be compelling is, are you good at curating, recommending, you know, are you going to have a Discover Weekly? Are you going to have, you know, those types of things? Yeah. Now, you know, and what's interesting is, this is iHeartRadio. They have a plethora of program directors and music directors working for iHeart. Yeah. 
150 um, stations I in the wonder, U.S. alone. I wonder if they're going to utilize those people to create and curate playlists. It who seems better? like an obvious thing to me. Who better than somebody who... Who, who better to create a classic it, rock it. playlist than somebody who's been a classic rock program director for 40 years? Yeah. For, honestly, who better than that? I mean, yeah. um, the, the strengths of radio need to be leveraged here. And, and I, again, I love the interactive part of the plus. I'm almost wondering if... They didn't need two services. Maybe there's a legal reason why they had to do two services. But from from announcing a new product, wouldn't it have just been better to just announce iHeartRadio All Access, powered by Napster, for $9.99 a month, and it includes these new features in Plus that nobody else gets? Yeah, you know, you know I'm, because, because yeah, I'm a big fan of, of keeping it simple. Simple, because at the end of the day, as we've always said, what's going to matter here is it's not the catalog. Everybody's got 30 Everybody's million got the catalog. catalog. It's what features, what wow factor do you have to differentiate yourself from Apple Music, yeah. from Spotify, from Deezer, from Amazon Music Unlimited? What right. differentiates you from everybody else? And 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 as we were, I kind of alluded to, you know, um, personal music libraries, search, um, offline listening. Those don't differentiate you. They yeah. don't. Those, They're those, pretty those, standard fare. Those, those are assumed to be there. And if you yeah. have to say that's a feature, that makes me go, well, then there really might not be many other features if they've got to pull the standard stuff up and make that the feature. So maybe yeah. it would have made more sense to have one product and the cool features are replay and and saving songs from radio and really that's pretty cool. And really I mean, how many it? times have you been driving down the street listening to just terrestrial radio yeah. or satellite radio or whatever and went, oh, I love that song. You know, I got to write that down, right? Or, or now you, you just click a button and it's in your playlist. And it's not cool so much that? even discovering new music because I'll listen to a lot of classic stations, but it's like, sure. oh, God, I remember that song. That I loved that song growing up. Now I haven't heard this in years. Now can hit save and there it is as opposed to, shazamming it to figure out what song it was and then remembering when you get home to go search for it in Spotify and add it, you know, no, yeah. these are cool things. And, and if you are a radio listener, these are things that will be really, really freaking cool right now. So, so, so play up those points that differentiate you, but, and we've talked about this, I want to see what the user experience is going to be on the desktop and more importantly, the mobile. Absolutely. App. Yeah. What yeah. is it going to look like? Cause I, <clears throat> I just posted this this morning and I've, I've got a whole bunch of friends who work in radio and they were like, you know, I made a comment of, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what differentiates this, especially when it's in the car, you know, if they make a great car experience it, you know, it's huge. And he's like, Boy, I hope that doesn't happen for radio because that means people don't need to listen to radio. They've got a great experience. But he goes, I understand what you're saying. And and to me, that's we've said this. That's what's missing right now is the service that has the killer, killer, completely game-changing mobile experience. That that will make people switch, I think. And, and, and I even commented to the 
this program director, I said, you know, I think Apple's missing the boat here. I think Apple should open up Siri to everybody, no restrictions, because they are restricting who can, who can third-party sure. apps, who can use it. And basically right now it's no, no third-party streaming services, music players, none of that stuff can use Siri. Sure. But imagine if Apple came out and said, we care about your safety in the car. We're making Siri open to every single person. We want your your experience in the car to be completely hands-free. Never have to touch your iPhone again, and therefore we're going to allow everybody to use Siri to voice control their apps. Yeah. I think that that's that's a interesting play cuz nobody else can do that. Nobody else has devices at that level of penetration with voice recognition built into the OS. Man, imagine they open that up and now all of a sudden iHeart could come out here and say, "Well, we built an app that basically the app screen looks like this. It's just a black screen. You don't need a screen." You don't need a screen because yeah. all you do is say, iHeartRadio, play. You never have right. to touch it. You never have to look at it. Think about what that could do from a Right, and then you don't have to push a button. You don't right? have to push a button. You don't have to look at the screen. You're not trying to figure out what's going on. Truly hands-free experience. Yeah. Yeah, like you're listening to a station, and to your point earlier, you know, the, the button where you can save it to your playlist. Now you just make the command. You're listening to a song that you really like. It's like, hey, put that in my playlist. Hey, Siri, and you save, just, hey, save that song to playlist. You push any button. Hey, hey you know. Siri. Oh, hey, yeah, Siri's listening to me right now. <laughs> got freaking Siri listening to me. Oh. And then Alexa. And, and Alexa. Uh, look, they got, no, Alexa's over here. You're going to get the Google device here next? I got the speaker turned off for that. But, yeah, you know, you, you, you tell Siri, oh. play this station, stop this station, go to that station. Hang on just a second. Alexa, stop. <laughs> when, when, when I mentioned that, uh, started playing some playlist. Did, by the way, did you see the video I posted yesterday of the guy who has Siri? No, Google Home talking to Alexa. No, I haven't seen it yet. So basically, he created um, calendar events on both devices, and he would go, hey, Alexa, what's my calendar entry for today? And Alexa would say, Google Home, what is my calendar event for today? Google Home sitting right next to Alexa right, goes. Right. So he's got these two devices infinitely talking back and forth to each other forever on that stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, un until until you as one of our listeners experiences what it's like to use this sort of voice control, you don't understand what we're saying when um, this needs to happen. Yeah. Getting rid of a play button, a fast forward button, a search button, that doesn't need to exist. It's We're just being restricted right now by, by basically, at least on the Apple's devices, by Apple themselves restricting who can access Siri to control their devices. Yeah. Um, and maybe Google and Amazon to some degree too, but maybe that's the next step is to, it's like the operating system of the future that you want ubiquity, you know, with that and you, you get it on other devices that aren't necessarily native. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's for, for the, for the goodwill of society 
these developers need to do that. I mean, I can understand, I, I know right now Apple's doing it because they don't want Amazon and Spotify coming in and taking away people from using Apple Music and iTunes. But yeah, for the betterment of people who are driving, if you really want to make it a safe experience, let them do this. Let the better if you if you if Apple if you think Apple Music is truly better than Spotify, let Spotify do whatever they want on your device. Cuz you've got the better product. If you need to restrict their access, that sort of tells me you you're worried about them. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. And you know, and 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 to that end, I I shared this with you last week. Um I I did a um a Black Friday purchase of an Amazon HD tablet. I went over to the dark side. Um, At a discount, sixty bucks. It's like I, you can't can't beat, can't, can't beat it. You know, it's an and it's 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 an Android device. Um, I've since learned you can't install any Android app. You actually have to go through the Amazon App Store, so they curate it. But eh, it's no big deal. But I bought it because I wanted to try the Alexa service that's built in at the OS level on this yeah. tablet. And what is that like? And I've only just started playing with it, but it's it's literally you just hold down the home button and you talk just to like it like Siri, right? Like Siri or like Alexa and it works. It works. It's there. Um I think it holds so much freaking promise that you can embed it at the OS level on a device like this, not on a standalone little speaker system. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I don't know. I just, I, I see where the future is going to be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you see it, you know, with your Apple TV remote that you can now speak into it or in your iPad, you can speak to Siri. And now, you know, on your laptop, you can speak to Siri. You know, these things are just going to grow, you know, and move on to it's, other devices. It's just a matter of the features being built, the development being built, the APIs being built. Um, it's 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 pretty freaking cool, you yeah. Know? And and that's what I ultimately that's what I want to see. I want to see all of my devices open to voice control of everything on that device. Yeah, that it's great. it's gonna get there, and it's it's moving so fast. You know, it, it, this all of this technology is is still fairly new. So, but, uh, you know, back 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 to iHeart. So, I you know we gotta wait. I'm looking forward to playing with it. I'll definitely play with the plus version because I do listen to some iHeart stations. Um, but it comes down to what are the real features to differentiate it? Why would I spend $9.99 on iHeart a month versus Spotify? What yeah. do you really give me that's different? Yeah, I think a couple of the targets that they're going after, I read in this article that uh, they said that 84% of iHeart customers don't currently subscribe, subscribe to streaming. So that's that's a huge chunk right there. And they also mentioned that there are 10 times more Americans that listen to radio than use a subscription service. So again, we're still, you know, this is all in its infancy. And I think if they can, just like Pandora, if you've got this huge base of users, whether they're paying or not, but you've got the audience kind of that captured audience, if you can convert a certain percentage of those, you know, it doesn't have to be all of them. You yep. know, you can kind of, you know, begin to convert and have a plan to convert more. You know, I think you can be pretty successful. You know, the question is, how many of those 84% are 
iHeartRadio users, which to me says they're listeners, radio listeners, yeah, listen on a device as opposed to the car, because that's that's the easier conversion. If you're already listening to iHeartRadio in the iHeartRadio app on your iPhone, it's easier to get you to a streaming customer than it will be if you're an iHeartRadio user who listens on a traditional radio device at home or in the car. Yeah. You know, that that's that's yeah. sort of missing in there. And 10 times more Americans listen to radio every day. Again, where are they listening to this radio? Yeah. On your car's yeah. dashboard or radio on this? Yeah. It's easier but to you... get this person to become a streaming customer than it will be my dad who listens to radio, you know, in his car. Yeah. The the interesting part of that, of uh, the USA Today article that I read said that um, that iHeart really isn't looking to take away customers from Apple Music or Spotify and the like, that they're really, they really want to grab people who are kind of casual listeners on the radio front and convert them into either one of these two yeah. tiers. No, it make it make it make it makes sense. Uh, you know, I think it's exciting. I mean, radio has been in turmoil for years and years and years now. Um, it's exciting to see iHeart Radio doing something here. Some pretty cool features. You know, I hope I hope it does give uh, a jolt, a new life to radio. Yeah, I think more is better. More services is better. I think then you get people competing on marketing and curation and all sorts of things and not that 30, 40 million that we keep talking about, right? Yep. It's yep. you and I think that kind of competition breeds innovation and I think that's good. Then we'll have more Siri and Alexas and and those types of things and more functionality with those things. Competition's good. Yep. Oh, I'm I'm all for it. So, um <clears throat> Let us know your thoughts on 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 iHeartRadio and their their new devices, and we'll definitely circle back once the apps are out and we've had a chance to play with them. But I want to move forward to something new that that um, we talked about, and we're going to try and do this every week. Jay and I, obviously, we advise, we consult, we work with clients of all sizes, shapes, and you name it. Um, in their digital strategies, their online strategies, their social media strategies, everything. And the stuff we see, good and bad, every, you know, sometimes if you guys could listen to our conversations before we hit the record button, it would be, would be worthwhile. Um, we're going to start something every week sort of called, You Need Help With Your Online Strategy. And it's going to be a short little nugget that, Anybody, size. big or small, signed or unsigned, indie label, major label, no label, can take these little nuggets away, and hopefully it will help you with your online strategy. Um, so let's start this week. Very first little nugget, and I've been jotting these down for the, I don't know, forever basically it's, it's interesting i use evernote just to make notes of all the stuff i see yeah um so here's the first one if the only post you make is the automated track us on bands in town post you need help with your online strategy absolutely so 
hopefully you guys know what bands in town is. If and if don't, you don't, go, go check it out right now. Bands in Town and, does yeah. a lot of great stuff to help you with your online marketing of tour dates. One of the cool things is fans can track you. And basically that means they tell Bands in Town, notify me anytime my favorite bands announce a new tour date in my region. You will right. The fan will never miss another tour date announcement ever again. Yeah. And they can look in your music library to tell who you like. Yep. You don't even have to plug that stuff in. You just click a button that says, oh, look into my last FM or look into my music library, and then they'll notify you in advance when your favorite artists are coming to town. It's brilliant. One one of my clients has like 450,000 fans around the world tracking them. So this this is, understand the importance of that. That means anytime this band announces a new tour date, those fans who say, I want to track them, are going to get, depending on how they've configured it, an alert in their mobile app, Bands in Town mobile app, an email. Something's going to pop up and say, hey, your favorite band just announced a new date. Here's the date, the venue, and the ticket details. Yeah. Automatically. That happens automatically. You can set up Bands in Town to do that for you. But yeah, one, of the free. Cool, one of the f- cool things is you can tell Bands in Town to make a post on your social media at a frequency of, I think, once a week, once a month, that just makes a post that says, track us on Bands in Town to never miss another tour date. It's a great little post. It's a great little tool. Um, my clients, But it can't be your only tool. It, that's the whole point here. <laughs> it can't be the only post you ever make. If once a week the only post your fans see is track us on Bands in Town, you have failed in your online strategy and you need help amen there you go there it is so take that little tidbit chew on it more digest it next week we'll have some more again things that are really helpful to anybody any size any just any band out there any level any level any level Um, all right, guys, that's it. That's it. Till next week, Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We're out of here.